Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, January 20... Is that 28? Yes. No, what is it? Yes. Is it 28? Mm-hmm. Yes. Holy shit, time flies by. And I like the episode that Richard has named this, New Year News Me. So this is all news for, for, you know, whatever's been going on. We did, we got caught up in everything. We didn't do any news like the last however many months. Played a little bit of catch up, just a little bit. Let's start some things off. TMNT is relaunching here in like June with writer Jason Aaron, Alabama boy himself, Jason Aaron. We read his Thor series. What is y'all's whelming on this? Like, are y'all excited about this from the TMNT? So... I knew coming into this that I was like, crap, I know this guy's name. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I know we read this. I know we read something. And I tried to look it up real quick. And he's got like eight bajillion different books that he's written. Right? So I was like, well, screw it. I'm just going to get shamed for not remembering <laughs> which one we read. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. I will say, like, I thoroughly enjoyed reading the Thor, that series there. Obviously, major flop on the movie part, but I thoroughly enjoyed his run there for Thor. So uh, whenever I saw his name on there, I was like, I I know I really enjoyed his. There were several, I think there were other ones that we were thinking about reading of his. And whenever I was reading the article, it it sounded like he was kind of raised up on some of the traditional TMNT and just him talking about how he was honored to be chosen to do it. And like, it's a just a kid's dream come to be able to write for him. So I'm on, I'm honestly really excited about it. I think it'd be really cool to read them. Cool. Oh, and sorry to, to give the whelming. I guess I, sorry. <laughs> I got, you know. Damn, you got shamed and lost yeah, on the flex is right. Off to a great start. This, this, this new me is not doing very well. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> news you yeah sorry <laughs> I'm, well I'm old news apparently uh, but I, I am so <laughs> sorry that was funny joke <laughs> I am pleasantly whelmed uh, well, yeah yeah I'm, I'll say I'm pleasantly whelmed nice on the, the top in there but yeah I'm looking forward to it Richard you know what? I, I hadn't even thought about like whelming, but uh, I am absolutely overwhelmed by this news. I like this news a lot. I love uh, Jason Aaron. So yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I like that they're uh, going to do a relaunch of it. Um, I'm very excited to see what they do. I need to catch up on an IDW's run, but uh, it's quite good. So anyway, I'm this really excites me. Yeah, I like that they're doing a relaunch instead of a reboot. Mm-hmm. So, like, all 150 issues of IDW's run, it will be within that same universe. Yeah, it's still canon. They're, it just gives a good starting on yeah, point for people instead you. of seeing issue 151 and being like, oh, it's just another team. Like, no, you got a brand new issue with a new writer, new team. Yeah. And the last time that happened was around issue 101. They didn't do a relaunch then. They just did, or they didn't do a reboot then. They just did, had a new writing team come in. So, to make sure I understand on that is, like, it'll, it'll, Say if you're on 
150 right now. If you you can just go straight into reading Jason Aaron's, like it's not like it's changing the story much. It's just him having his own, obviously his own writing style and take like characters a little bit. Correct. Yeah, it'd be like his, it'll be his story, his take on the turtles then. And so everything that happened before that in IDW run is is canon. Like Richard was saying, it, it's all happened. It's in their memories. It's in there. So he can play with those things as well. Yeah. But he can also, he can just now start doing his own team with his own drawing, his own art of team and all that you know, jazz. I think more importantly, it lets everybody know who's thought about picking up TMNT. Hey, here's our number one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's a great jumping on point for you. Yeah. And I know that Marvel gets a lot of flack for that. But when I read this, I don't know what it did, but it made it click for me because the recent Daredevil run with Chip Zdarsky has started over to number one three times. <laughs> <laughs> Literally three times it started over, but him as a writer stayed the same, but that let people know that we're interested in Daredevil. Hey, a new arc is about to start pretty much. And so you could jump on at that number one. And if you liked it, you go back and read the other chip stars stuff, or you can continue on to the next arc or whatever else the case is. I see it as like a double edged sword kind of thing where it's like, that's stupid to keep doing number ones. But at the same time, like to let new readers know, you're something new. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. And I think needed. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the good and bad thing about that, is, I mean, yeah, like it's nice that you can go ahead and continue that story, but then we don't get the whole like Richard Simmons training of karate like we got in the new movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where you were going when that when you said Richard Simmons. <laughs> there may be flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's the thing I was going to say is this is a relaunch, like Michael said, not a, like, uh, I can't remember now. Reboot. Reboot, thank you. Uh, So I think we're not going to get an origin story. It's just going to pick up. They're the Turtles. They've been the Turtles. They've had all the history from the previous issues. Uh, Jason Aaron is now at the helm to steer where they head from here, where the Turtles head from here. Yeah. And then, like, one of the major things was a character named Jenica. Mm Mm-hmm. Her character development won't change either. And she became a turtle there before issue 100. Mm. Around issue 95, she became a female Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, God. I didn't know Which was that. like <laughs> the first, but not the first. Yeah, no, the I'm trying to remember. The reason why I don't like it is I'm getting PTSD flashbacks to the live action television show. Yes. That like with crossed over Venus. with the, Yeah, Venus. That's her name. Yes. She was she was light. Her color of a bandana was light blue, like baby yes. blue, and she had like turtle boobs. <laughs> yeah. It was it was weird. <laughs> it was very Howard the Duck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I real quick, uh, comic pasta. I was watching. We were talking about Howard the Duck, and I was telling my wife about the live action movie and how awkward it is, and. At one point, I I pulled up an image and it was like uh, Howard the Duck with boobies, <laughs> and the yeah. comment underneath it was "ditties." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that just made me giggle so much. <laughs> anyway, sorry, comic pasta. No, that's the thing. Yeah, and George Lucas helped. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> we've got to do. A, we've got to watch that and do a review of it at some point this year. Hey, I have it. I'm ready to go. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, don't let your kids watch it. No. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I am, as far as my whelming on this Jason Aaron, I'm pissed off about it, honestly. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Why? Really, I am. Because I was honestly thinking about dropping the team into title uh, at 150. And then I heard oh. he was going to be on it. And I was like, well, fuck me. I guess I have to start buying it some more. <laughs> I mean, you don't Because have to. I love, no, I do. I do. <laughs> I didn't care anything about Thor, but by God, that God of Thunder run yeah. is freaking, especially those two first volumes, is fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. yeah. I was asked here however long ago about some rereadable stuff. Those two volumes are absolutely God Butcher and God Bomb. Those mm-hmm. are definitely rereadable ones. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> so, yes. Now I'm like, well, <laughs> I was going to save like three-something a month, and now not. <laughs> <laughs> I really want us to read his uh, Doctor Strange. His Doctor Strange, like the end of magic stuff, is really good as well. I'm like one issue away from having the whole Southern Bastards run. Yeah, I want to read that. I'm going to read that as soon as I get that in. Mm. So it's about like a a town in Alabama that's somewhat made up, but it's like about high school football. And I'm like, really? What's more fucking Alabama than high school football? Yeah, for real. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Well, I will have to say, and again, this is not the high school stadiums out here in Texas. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Texas. My gosh. Yeah. I'm like, that's just insane. But Everything's yeah. bigger in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, needless to say, I am overwhelmed with Jason Aaron taking the, the wheel and driving team and T, they listed out the artists, and I failed to grab those. But the artists have been announced for that run as well, and I'm pretty excited about them too. On to something I'm not excited about at all. Have y'all seen the Madam Web trailer? Yeah. <laughs> no God! No God! Please no! 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 <laughs> Richard, how how what's your whelming on this? It's fucking underly well. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have two notes for this. Because I don't want to even want to give it the time of day. It looks like dog shit and it looks like CW garbage. <laughs> yeah. Green Arrow was good. <sighs> the Flash was good. Yeah, but that's a, that, that wouldn't be considered. Like, this looks like Riverdale. <laughs> fucking what, those vampire shows vampire that they have on diaries. there. Yeah, Vampire Diaries. <laughs> What's the other one? Like the the originals or whatever the fuck. I don't know what the fuck they're called. They're fucking garbage is what they are. To, to add insult to injury, I sent an article. It's going to be almost t- nigh two hours. It's going to be two hours of this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be a long, long, boring movie. Yeah, and, and they keep showing like all the girls in their costumes and everything. And I'm, I guarantee you that's either going to be a flashback or flash forward or some vision. Or, and it may be like the last like five minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. Like the rest of the time, they're just going to be in streetwear, futzing about, trying to escape Ezekiel. <laughs> like, who gives a fucking shit? I just, I hate, I hate Sony so much. <laughs> I hate them so much. <sighs> anyway Jeremy what's your whelming on this <laughs> <laughs> I mean I like I'm I'm honestly underwhelmed as well just I don't know much about Madam Web but to me 
honest, like it just it it looks like a bad Twilight Marvel mix kind of thing, like yes. Sony mix, and it just because even the like the actress, the main actress, even throughout the trailer, Dakota Johnson, sorry, yeah, like she she has no emotion. Like yeah. she's like no, there's hardly anything going on there, and I'm like, that's your type of woman, is, though. Well, <laughs> damn. <laughs> she got better though. She got did. better. She did. She absolutely <laughs> did. The Marvels. She got a, yes, yes. She redeemed herself in that for me. I saw the potential there. So <laughs> I don't see potential with Dakota Johnson. Like that just. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please continue. No, no, no you're fine. <laughs> she, that, I, re- looking through that movie, that trailer, I was like, this is just not going to go well. And even to me, like, it doesn't give any kind of vibe of being anywhere in the realm of like Spider-Man stuff. Well, it's anyway. And the I saw a trailer <laughs> recently on TV that was like they specific. There was a line something. It was like from the world of Marvel or something like that. And I'm like, they are deliberately trying to confuse people and be like, oh, it's a new Marvel movie. I should go see it. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's the Sony bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't really need to know anything about Madam Web. Like, because she's not that important of a character. Yes, I know she is part of the web of life and she's part of like the Spider-Verse stuff. But like, let's be real. She's not that big important of a character. It's just Sony going, what do we got? What do we got? What, what's important? What's hot right now? The Spider-Verse is hot. What can we use? What can we use? Oh, we'll use Madam Web. It's so fucking lazily. It looks like it was, the movie looks like it was written by AI. Like, that's that lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Michael? Oh, I'm totally underwhelmed by this. Yeah. Like, I hope it's good just because I hope everything is good. Yeah. You know, I can't remember the actress's name. Sweeney, Sweeney, something. Oh, uh, Sydney Sweeney. No, not Sweeney God. <laughs> Sydney Sweeney, yes. Yes. Her and and she is playing Julia Carpenter, if I'm not mistaken. From what little you see of her outfit, I was like, you know what? That actually, I like that. The rest of them, I didn't like at all. But hers, I was like, pretty cool. I like it. As far as the whole movie, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's It looks like CW... <laughs> The other thing that's so cringy, sorry to interrupt real quick, Michael. The other thing that's so cringy too is they got a lot of like hot, sexy females to play. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing this up because of Dakota Johnson. They're like aping off of Dakota Johnson being in the Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. and like they're they're like marketing like this whole thing about yeah, it's sexy Spider Man kind of, and it's just <laughs> so cringy as fuck, man. It's so bad. <laughs> What's so what's so bothersome is that like <laughs> Marvel has been accused of the whole MCU thing and whatnot like that. Right. You've got Star Wars over here who's been talking about hiring a lady that may, wants to make men feel uncomfortable <laughs> while going to see movies. And I'm like, you obviously don't know the audience for this. Not that women can't like it. Not that women don't like Star Wars. But. I don't. I don't feel like growing up. Growing up as a nerd. <laughs> well, I, you didn't have like female nerds, really. You I, know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't. But anyway, oh, okay. I, I've I've met plenty of female <laughs> nerds along the way. Along um, the way, yes. I just think they're more rare than men. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's very anecdotal. Like, in other words, that is something that only you experienced. I don't think that's a, maybe so as a whole. But. Maybe so. <laughs> but I just I feel like I'm like okay. You. I feel like she didn't know the audience. 
regardless, where I was trying to get to with that statement is you got one extreme over here of let's make men uncomfortable. You've got another extreme over here of like, let's put a bunch of sexy women on there and maybe we'll get all the guys and whoever else to come out and see the sexy spider ladies. <laughs> and it's like, I, I, you know, I just mm-hmm. want something that's like fun nerd stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. all I really want. Well, I want Sony to just give up the ghost and not make <laughs> Spider-Man movies, any- not make movies yeah. anymore, actually. I want them to just stop making movies because everything they usually make is garbage. And, uh, yeah, they should just continue making electronics and video games. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I, I don't care. Like, I don't care who makes it. As long right. as, as it's just fun nerd stuff for everybody, I don't care. Right. I don't care. I just want everybody to have fun nerd stuff to watch. Like that's it. Right. It's not hard. I don't feel like it's yeah. hard. I feel like we no. we nerd cast and talk and whatever else on here and come up with some pretty cool stuff. Not everything's a banger, but at the same time, like <laughs> the only time we make people uncomfortable is when we're talking about sexual things and that's yeah. just goofing off. <laughs> we know better than Kevin Smith. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, question. Do y'all think this would be better? Presented as an animated thing, they did really well with Miles. Do you with think Madam Web? No, absolutely. Do you think Madam Web should have been <laughs> animated? No, I. No one gives a shit about Madam Web. <laughs> Who do you care about, Madam Web? Honest to God, do you care about Madam Web? No, there's lots of shit that I don't yeah, give a fuck okay. about. Jeremy, do you care about Madam Web? Who? Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no one gives a shit about Madam Web. <laughs> Oh, man. Who do you think the Spider-Man is in this universe? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Again, who cares? This movie, a better flop. If people go, because I know a lot of people plan on going to see it because of like, ha ha, how funny, bad this movie is going to be. If this movie makes enough to for them to warrant a sequel, I'm going to be so pissed off because... <laughs> Like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm not seeing this fucking movie. Fuck this movie. (laughs) And I don't think it would be well as an animated movie. Well, it's coming out February 14th, so a good Valentine's Day movie at least. (laughs) Nope. Get some some sexy time during the movie and (laughs) Maybe inspire the the bedroom. Yeah. Get tangled in some webs later. Yeah, if I took my wife to see that, it would not be it would not be a sexy time. It would be a, why the hell did you take me to see this dumb movie? <laughs> well, as we sit here and bash Madam Webb and how it should not even be made by Richard Standard, anyways, Tatiana Maslani Maslani uh, says the second season of She Hulk is not coming out either. Whether it be a season two, she says, I don't think so. I think we blew our budget, and Disney was like, No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then she kind of backtracked it, or excuse me, not I don't know if she did, uh, but it said uh, in that other article I sent, it was like io9 shared an update according to the site source. Maslani's comments are basically accurate, uh, just lacking some context. That context is when CEO Bob Iger returned to Disney and changed much of Marvel's direction. Everything was reevaluated. So while Marvel works everything out, it is not that a second season of She-Hulk has been completely abandoned. It just seems less likely than at the moment. Uh, it wasn't in that article, but they spent $25 million an episode. <laughs> Each episode? Yeah, Jeez. an episode. Which was more than Game of Thrones, was right. it not? Yeah. Game of Thrones, I think, like the last season. Game yeah. of Thrones, like early seasons, didn't have that big of a budget. Is it just like kind of greatly because of all the CGI she takes? 
it was that there was a lot of like big name actors like in the role. It wasn't just like, you know, whatever, just little names. Wong. Yeah, Wong was there. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't mean just the that. The Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, y'all. exactly. <laughs> he weren't 25 million himself. Blonsky as well was in there. He's a big name. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of big names that were in there. Uh, but yeah, mostly it was due to CGI. But Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Forgot about Megan the Stallion. She's in there. <laughs> yep. But uh, when I forget the head writer now, she wrote for Rick and Morty. She, when asked, like she asked Kevin Feige, like, hey, you know, what? I know our budget's this, but like, what if we go over? Because we, you know, we want to do like episodes with She Hulk. And Feige said to her, if I watch a She Hulk show, I want to see She Hulk. Right. Yeah. She took that as like, okay, we we get carte blanche to do what we do. But again, that was when different heads were at the top. And now that Iger's back and also streaming in general, they don't get their money's worth back that they put into the shows. So anyway, it, Disney Plus lost a shitload of money, not just because of She-Hulk, but because of a lot of stuff. And they're just like, nope, cutting it back. We're doing all street levels <laughs> stuff. So we don't have to do a lot of big budget things. Right. Yeah. So there was one thing in the in the article that I was going to ask, but curious about. Like it says said in there that she received apparently some like sexist backlash. I didn't, yeah. And I have no any idea like what what was up with that. It was all the stuff like Michael said the MCU that they've been complaining about. Um, literally those. Um, if you'll remember, I want to say it was like the second or first episode. There was like all these like online comments like in the in the episode. Oh yeah, yeah. they stole or not stole that, but they they took those comments from Twitter when they announced a She Hulk show. Those were actual real comments really? about like I don't understand why we have a She Hulk and not a He Hulk or something like that. It's a bunch of dumb people who think they. <laughs> I mean, it is. She yeah. Hulk's been around since the when? When did we talk? We talked about she's been around since the fucking seventies, man. Yeah, she's not something that they just uh, immediately changed to be quote unquote. I don't even like saying this word because it drives me insane. But woke, and because right. it's like, what the fuck does that even mean? But anyway. <laughs> It's all those like dudes like being pissed yeah. because oh no we don't have we we got oh it's a woman in in a role in a main role like who cares I, I don't understand now I'm just going here I don't fucking understand now how like we grew up with fucking Sigourney Weaver as like a, an action star in Alien and Aliens and Alien Three and and that awful Alien Four movie. <laughs> we grew up with a lot of strong female protagonists. Now, if you put it in a movie, people lose their goddamn minds. It's like, oh my god, Mary Sue. Oh my god, uh, the movie's woke. <laughs> Heavens forbid. And yeah, it pisses the me series. the fuck off. Honestly, it does. Yeah. It really yeah. does. Because I'm like, grow up. Right. Like I know I know that's ironic me talking about like comic book movies and cartoon show but like grow the <laughs> fuck up it's a woman in a lead role who cares <laughs> Yeah and I I mean like I I agree on that like I think it's just more along the lines of like it's the ones that try and specifically do those lead roles to cater to these whatever to whether whether it be like a sex or a race or whatever like or whatever kind of walk of life that you're on. And Disney got some hate on it too for 
them pushing these other roles whenever it, like people weren't really wanting that. And it's not, and it's trying to be the, like you said, the whole quote unquote woke thing that I don't agree with and that they're trying to say that they're all a part of, but yet, I mean, nobody really understands it. What the heck it is. Cause the minute you think you got it, somebody else over here is going to get their feelings <laughs> hurt and they're going to say, Oh no, nope, that's wrong. So it's really, like you said, just do the, do the Daga movie the way that it should be or whatever it is you're doing, do it the way that you feel is the right way. Or if it's a, a one that's an established character already, leave it that way. There's a reason why that character is established and just go on. Like, right. right. Yeah. I know I would agree. Like, when sometimes when they, it, it depends on me uh, to me because, like, sometimes a character's race or sex isn't necessarily dependent yeah. on that character. Correct. That part I don't care. Like, Lex Luthor, I think Lex Luthor doesn't matter if he's black, white, whatever. He's he just has bald. to be bald. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just has to be bald, and he has to have a persona, you know, this uh, this uh, rich billionaire with a messiah complex. Like, he's yes. got to be that. Genius. And the, the thing that I constantly go back to, and I constantly say, and I've said it on here, and I'll say it again, is if you mess up the core of that character, in other words, like uh, Magneto. Magneto, I feel like there's, there's talks of maybe race-changing Magneto, uh, I don't necessarily care about the race change, but if he's not Jewish, I, it really bothers me. Right. It really bothers me because that is the core of his character. It's what makes him and it's what drives him to right. do the things that he does. But if they change, whatever, if they change, uh, uh, the only thing I can think of right now, because uh, a lot of people were talking about um, because of D, uh, uh, Netflix being canon now, uh, which is the thing we'll talk about. Uh, Calling Wing being the Iron Fist. I don't give a shit because I don't give a shit about Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name as Danny Rand was fucking terrible. So, and Calling Wing was better. So, <laughs> absolutely switch her in. I don't even care about like, I'm trying to think, you know, we I joked about like gingers being replaced by uh, black actors. And yeah. it's weird, but like when they replaced uh, uh, Mary Jane and Zendaya was MJ, if you will, Michelle Jones. Technically not Mary Jane, but Michelle Jones. Yeah, I didn't care about that because you know why? She captured the core that is Mary Jane. So yeah. like, that's the part that I get so... Ir I'm like, guys, shut the fuck up. Like, it's still the right. same sort of relationship. <laughs> and, and I do understand certain things when they change certain other things. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. But anyway... That I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't necessarily agree with that. It's not because I'm I'm angry that it's a woman or a race or whatever, but it just drives like the She-Hulk thing really bugged me because I'm like, She-Hulk is an established character that's been around forever, and I'm so tired of of those types of people. The reason being is because I, I am I'm a fandom of a lot of those things, and when that fandom decides to be toxic towards something that I like, I'm like. Dude, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> anyway, that's my yeah. TED talk for, for today. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of got us off, off. It just kind of threw me off because I didn't know like what that was all about. Because I, I mean, I really don't pay attention to what's out on social media and stuff like that anyway. So I, it, stuff happens. I'm like, I, okay, I didn't, I didn't know that. But yeah, I, that doesn't say much either. So, <laughs> <laughs> but. As far as like the whole second season thing with her, I, I mean, I enjoyed the first season for the most part, kind of, but it doesn't necessarily like 
you know, hurt my feelings one way or another if, if she gets another one or she doesn't kind of thing. Um, yeah. I would like to see a second season because I want them to lean more heavy. Like I said, I would love more like crazy bullshit of like whatever, <laughs> like uh, Doctor Strange is suing Wong for the title of Sorcerer Supreme because he doesn't deserve it or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I want stuff. <laughs> I want more court silly stuff. Like the little bit yeah. that we got with the court of like, you know, the, I forget, the light elf impersonating somebody and um, yeah. there was a couple others. But anyway, I want to see more of that than less of her like, having to like fight someone, take her blood or whatever. That part was kind of the weakest point of it. Anyway, the Dan Slot supposedly run is what it was loosely based off, which deals with a lot of silly courtroom. Like I said, eventually she has to, she's suing the Watcher because the Watcher uh, watched this race that's like very private. And it's like a space trial. It's funny. I would love to see something like that. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. I don't give a shit about a season two. (laughs) Yeah. I could not care less about getting a season two. And I, but I hope we get, I hope that Tatiana comes back and I hope they use the character, whether it be in other TV shows, her make appearances and other things and, and have other, and they bring a courtroom there and she's a, the, you know, the attorney for whoever in that mm-hmm. movies. I'd love to see her be She-Hulk in, in like a world war Hulk yeah, or, you know, cool. in some, in some kind of weird world war Hulk story. Or the new Captain America with Sam Wilson. I'd be cool with that. Just anything. If her to bring her back, because I think she did a good job as she Hulk. So I think she caught what that character was and was able to put on a good show. I'd love to see Nikki and Pug come back for whatever randomness. That that was always fun. But as far as like getting another season of it, I I just don't think they found an audience. I don't think I think that those sitcom comedies like hit too far between. I think they were looking for a modern family or Seinfeld or something like that. And it's just, I don't know. I just think those hit too far between. Yeah, I mean, but same time, if it doesn't involve like doom, destruction, death, I don't think that falls in your category. So. <laughs> no, that's you're right. Like, no, real, like real talk, yes. Like, <laughs> my soul is definitely black. Like, <laughs> but I, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying though. And and the character does deal with like adult themes and finding adult humor, but like my son enjoyed episodes of She Hulk. Now I couldn't let him watch everything. Yeah. yeah. So you know I had you know and that's of course I have to be a parent. I have children. I don't. I understand this. I'm not knocking being a parent or anything like that. But I'm just saying like I can't sit there and enjoy a whole season uninterrupted with my son watching this mm-hmm. because of some of the adult themes that are in it. Granted, that is She-Hulk, though. Like, that's still true to the character. So I kind of feel like, though, if you're looking for something like that to where, like, audiences, you might have to tone it down some. You can still have the character be who she is, but do some, like, you know, clever Disney innuendos and whatever to, you know what I mean? Hint at what's going on. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with her, though. Yeah. I definitely want her for a movie. I agree with that. Like, if we're not getting a second season... Put her in a movie, please. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think she did great. One movie that is coming out, Aquaman the Lost Kingdom, digitally, January 23rd, which was, you know, five days ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're on top of things here. Yep. Right? Right? (laughs) Did y'all happen to see that? Uh, No. No. (laughs) Honestly, like, whenever I saw that it was going to digital, I was like, oh, this kind of seems kind of fast. And then I I saw that it was still in theaters in some way. I was like, wait a minute. Like, what's... What's happening here? Like, 
<laughs> just that bad or like what happened? I think nobody cares. I think, yeah. well, it's the same stuff we've always talked about. It's too expensive to go to the movie theaters and it's the end of an era that everybody's kind of let go of now. And I think the only reason this made it to where it is now is because Peter Safran has a hand in it. Like it's, it's part of his production. So, and then I think they're trying to stay on good talking terms with Momoa. Yeah. Yeah. So that he can come back and do something else. So he whether can it be come Aquaman back. or Lobo or whatever. I was supposed to say, no. Cause so he can come back and be Lobo. <laughs> because if he's coming back as anything, it better be fucking Lobo. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I thought was interesting was that the sequel, uh, I pulled it from the um, comicbookmovie.com article that we said the DCEU sequel has exceeded expectations at the box office despite largely negative reviews, grossing an impressive $375 million. Uh, I haven't pulled the numbers, but I want to say I, I saw an article while looking up some stuff about Aquaman. It looked like it was going to break even on its budget. So it, it it did surprisingly well for, you know, being expensive to go to the movie theater, superhero fatigue, the DCEU's death. Like, I was kind of blown away to hear that it made that much money. Yeah. <laughs> well, from what I heard as well, it did better than the Marvels. Oh, yeah. Which honestly, really? like, it does surprise me, yeah. but it doesn't at the same time. Yeah. Because, like, I hear all the things that people talk about and judging it before they watch it. Yeah. But I feel like if you just go into it thinking, I'm just here to watch a fun comic book movie, you'd have a fun time watching the Marvel. Like, I, yeah. I really firmly believe that. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, her first movie didn't go so well. Correct. And I think Aquaman, the first one, did a little better. Yeah. Oh, you no, know, it did more than a little. It made a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's... You already had that carrying over. So that's uh, true. I think that's part of what had those kind of results. But I didn't, again, I didn't look up the numbers, but weirdly, Aquaman did really well in like the overseas market in like China yeah. and stuff. So I don't know if maybe that's what helped it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think you're right. Well, I know you're right as far as what you've looked up, but I'm just saying like, I think you're, you guessing that the overseas helped out is correct because. I want to say, like, when I was paying attention to it the first week, it was like, here in the U.S. is doing this, which is like, bum, 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 bum. and then it was like, but in China, it's doing this. And it was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I don't have a ding, 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 ding. You know, I'm going to steal that and use that as a soundbite. From here. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> DC has got some other stuff up their sleeve, though, with Supergirl casting. We've got uh, from my reputable like rumor mill source insider, if you will, that Millie, uh, I'm going to probably, <laughs> it's Alcock. This. Is it really Alcock? Yeah, Alcock. Al yeah. We okay. got corn sweat and Alcock. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yep. Yeah, sweaty corn and Al's cock. So <laughs> it, it's those British names, man. <laughs> Cumberbatch, corn sweat, Alcock. Y'all got to do better. <laughs> yeah, we got some folks from the UK listening I know I've seen y'all's little red dot y'all gotta do better <laughs> I'm just saying anyway she is known for House of Dragons yeah. she played a younger version of Rhaenyra Targaryen yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Princess Daenerys Rhaenyra Targaryen yes Rhaenyra I actually enjoy House of Dragons I, I really enjoy that character and even her as you know the younger version I enjoyed that so that's cool and then Meg Donnelly? Donnelly? Donnelly. Disney zombies know nothing about this at all. Oh, you know something. 
Oh, well, she's my vote for, for Kara Zor-El. And oh, the reason okay, being then. is because she voiced her in the cartoon of Legion of Superheroes, the DC animated film. Uh, she's nice. already, so she's already played Supergirl. So she already yeah. knows her, sounds like her. Guns wanting to do this whole actor voices the character in the cartoons and video games and all this stuff. So there you go. That's she's my top pick. All right. That's actually what the article was saying too about that she voiced her. So it seems that she's already got kind of a, a one up. Yeah. So I just sure sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I sent that is because there was a rumor coming out that was between three actresses and two of which were these two. And then the third one was the, I, I can't remember her name, but she was in uh, Lock and Key. She was the, the, like the main female protagonist in Lock and Key, like the sister. I can't remember her name at all. Anyway, cool story. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, apparently now it's been updated that she's out and these two are still in the running. So I, I'm assuming because that same sort of reputable source is the same people who have been telling us about Corn Sweat and all the other people. So I'm assuming that this is probably like in the next week or so, we'll probably get our Supergirl finally. Yeah, they were also saying in that article that like that insider is usually pretty spot on that mm-hmm. they would not be surprised to hear one of those being announced as well. It's comic pasta. I have not seen Lock and Key. That is a comic book property. It's on oh, Netflix. It? Have I, but by your statement, Jeremy, I'm not going to ask you this question, <laughs> well, yeah. but uh, Richard, That's... have you seen this? <laughs> yeah, I've seen all seasons. I've seen every, I like uh, the series is over with. I've watched all seasons of it. It's... Oh, I didn't realize there was more than one season. Yeah, it's three or four. I want to say it's three. Um, okay. It's okay. So when I watched the first season, I was like, I knew it was a comic or whatever. And I was like, you know, I'm going to read the comic. And I was reading it and I was like, oh, I really like this and stuff. But basically the main sort of plot is basically flushed out in one season. Like on the, like the the whole overarching sort of plot with Dodge in the comic is just sort of done with season one. And okay. then they try to like ape and bring her back for season two. And then they have another villain for season three. And it just feels like very, I don't know, like Walking Dead, sort of like stretching out these like story arcs that don't need to be stretched out. So it's okay. Uh, I like it. It was cool. I kind of recommend watching it, but it's definitely not a must watch, if you will. Okay, so I read the first volume of it Mm -hmm. and like it's got some crazy fucking moments in it. Yeah, it does. Absolute absurd, crazy fucking moments in it. Mm hmm. Does Netflix live up to that? <sighs> yes and no. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> All right, that tells me nothing. Cool. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I need to, I don't want to, like, waste more time, but uh, I, I just need to know what exactly you're referring to, and I can tell you if that was in the show or not. <laughs> we'll do that in another episode. Okay. <laughs> right now, we've got fantastic forecasting to talk about, and Daniel Rickman, a.k.a. Daniel RPK, who has been, from what I understand, like shoddy as of lately. Yeah. And it's probably not because of him and or his sources, but because of all the changes that have just been going on in Marvel, more than likely. But he also could be losing. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> the rumor so far is Reed Richards, Pedro Pascal, who I think, was it you... Richard, who was like, yes, he's absolutely the new Will Smith of our generation or this generation. <laughs> no, I did not say that. No. <laughs> okay. Well, then I think he is. I mm. think, I think Pedro Pascal is the new rock, the new Will Smith, mm. the new. He is in everything. Really? 
he's in everything. He's in absolutely everything. He's uh, Joel from The Last of Us. Uh, right. Just all the the actors that's the Mandalorian. Yeah, he's the Mandalorian in the Mandalorian. <laughs> he's Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones. He's whiskey from King uh, the Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Uh, he's in a ton of stuff. He's in. Right. I want to say he's in like Narco or something like that. He's, yes. Yeah, he's in a ton of stuff. So yeah, him as Reed Richards, Vanessa Kirby for Sue Storm. Yeah. Joseph Quinn for Human Torch, and I'm going to butcher this one, I got but <laughs> Ebon Moss Bachrock. Yeah, actually, Bacroc. yeah. Uh, Ebon Moss Bachrock. Okay. B- Bachrock. Yes. Bachrock. <laughs> it could Corn be pronounced Bachrock. Al Cock. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. The thing. I know that he came out. Somebody questioned him about him being the thing. He's like, I can neither deny that nor confirm it. So take that for what you will. <laughs> You've got Javier Barden Bardem as Galactus. And this one's been getting a lot of, a lot of like talk, especially in the nerd circles. Anya Taylor joy as what everybody thought was Frankie Ray, AKA Nova, which is a herald of Galactus, which everybody was cool with. Or a female silver surfer. Yeah. That, so, perfect example. That is something that, depending on how it's played, I don't care if they sex change for it. Now, I will say, it does bother me because I would rather see, like, the bald, like, male sort of shape of silver surfer. And I guarantee you, I think it'll probably be Nova instead of... Silver Surfer. I think all because all these rumors are going about and all that stuff. I guarantee you, it'll probably be Nova. I I would be very shocked. Like my jaw would hit the floor if she ends up being like the the trailer comes out and we see Anna Taylor Joy as Silver Surfer because I, I just don't see Kevin Feige like that is a very beloved character. <laughs> That's where I was gonna go with that. That like I don't for the character's sake. I don't think that sex really matters but at the same time for fanboy sake I think it matters a lot and so I think it's just one of those where it's like you're already getting enough flack for possibly being the MCU if you change this big of a character over as being female it's kind of like why yeah like what what are you actually going to get from that because Norn Rad has like a freaking horrendous story yeah he does and for for a guy you know what I mean so it's, I don't know. Yeah, especially when you could just use her as like a, another beloved character. But I think it will because it would make sense to make Anya Taylor-Joy Nova, who's a love interest for Johnny. And yeah, you could use that as a way to set up Galactus and then eventually Silver Surfer shows up. So that's why I'm, I'm like, I really feel like all these rumors and stuff going around, it's like the, the game telephone is like some wires <laughs> got crossed and she's not being Silver Surfer. It's almost like they didn't want to say Herald of Galactus. And so somebody said, oh, yeah, Silver, like Silver Surfer. Yeah. And then from there, it went from like Silver Surfer to she is Silver Surfer. The only reason I think that she may not be Nova is because they keep talking about making a Nova property. Yeah. And so there's going to be that confusion. cause confusion, yeah. understandably so. But to the, the fandom, yeah, we would all know that like, no, there's a difference. I think you're right. Maybe on the telephone deal that like, Somebody just said, oh, yeah, like Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a Silver Surfer. Yeah. Hey, because, like, that is such a, like, boneheaded move if that's if they do that. Like, that's a Sony-level boneheaded move, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. 
do y'all think about these other castings though? Because Pedro Pascal had had another. There's heat on that as well. People are people either love it or they don't. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm neither here nor there on that one. <laughs> honestly, I, I, yeah, I had to look him up. Like I did. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jeremy! <laughs> oh, keep up with his name. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just sure. I, I really don't. I don't care. Honestly, I mean, okay. uh, like, yeah, John Krasinski. I think he's uh, obviously he was like the big fan cast or whatever. There, I think yeah. he would be good, but. Whatever, if he does or doesn't want to do it, I, I mean, I'm just there to hopefully see that it, it hopefully it'll go well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I like any of this casting except for maybe Ben Grimm. Yes. I, I do. I don't like, I love Pedro Pascal. I think he's an amazing actor. I do. Like every, all the roles that I listed, I think he's fantastic for it. I don't think he's the right pick for. Mr. Fantastic. I don't think he captures that, like I said, brainy. Same thing I said about Adam Driver. I say to this, he doesn't capture that nerdy, brainy. I'm too entranced into my science to really know what else is going on with my wife and kids kind of stuff. I think it's a stunt casting, honestly, because he's a big name and they're like, hey, we're going to cast him and, and we'll try to get people to come to the movie to see, you know, Pedro Pascal play Reed Richards. Vanessa Kirby, I haven't seen enough of her to really show me that she's a great actress. She's been in... What is she from? She's in Hobbs and Shaw. She plays Hobbs' okay. like younger sister in it. And then she's been in two mm. of the most recent uh, impo- Mission Impossible movies. She plays the White Widow, not to be confused with Yelena Belova. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't know, like a nefarious like drug arm dealer person. I don't know. She's They don't really flush her character out. But anyway, she's in that... To be honest with you, I think they just cast her because she's a pretty blonde. Like, to be honest with you, I, I hate to be ugly that way. My wife Solid. likes her. I I don't. <laughs> I was going to say, I have no idea who this is. Yeah, Joseph Quinn, he plays Eddie Munson from Stranger Things Season 4, everybody's favorite D&D Metallica shirt nerd, if you will. Um, I am cautiously optimistic about this casting because he has also got a ton of stuff that he's been in that he's just not like the main character. Um, so I think he probably has range to be Johnny. Uh, Johnny's supposed to be like ultra like hot, if you will, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of goofy looking in my opinion. <laughs> so I, but he, they could give him the Marvel treatment where he, you know, eats steamed chicken for six months and steroids. And buff him up. Right. <laughs> What's his name? Javier Bardem. He's, again, an amazing actor. Uh, I love his voice. I don't see it as Galactus. Like, if I close my eyes and just, like, listen to him talk, I don't see that as Galactus. But I can be proven wrong. What was he from? Uh, Javier Bardem. He's uh, in the Pirates movies. He's uh, No Country for Old Men. Um, what else? He's been in a ton. Uh, James, you haven't seen James Bond. He was in um, Skyfall. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think. Uh, did you see Dune by chance? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Who? Yeah. Antonio Joy, again, we, we already kind of talked to that as nause, ad nauseum. I mean, she's a great actress. I don't want her to be Silver Surfer. Um, She should be Nova. I guarantee you she, like, my gut says that that's a, a, a misfire there. But anyway... Uh, there was also Dr. Doom talks in there. I don't know if you got to that yet. I saw a little bit of it. Yeah. 
So the the rumors are Cillian Murphy and Mads Mikkelsen. They lost their chance on Mads Mikkelsen, in my opinion, about 10 years ago. I don't think he's... Uh, I think he's too old now. I don't think he's young enough to be Doom. And Cillian Murphy, he's a great actor. You know him from the Dark Knight trilogy. He plays Jonathan Crane. Yes. He was Oppenheimer in Oppenheimer. Yes. He's a ton of stuff. I want him. Mads... <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen is uh, Caecilius in Doctor Strange. He's Lashif in Casino Royale. I'd be fine with him too. He's Hannibal Lecter in the Hel- Hannibal yes. Lecter TV series. He's Galen Erso in Rogue One. Yes. Uh, he replaced Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beast movie, The Secret of Dumbledore for Jeremy. So he'll know uh, I was who it say, is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that guy. <laughs> Years ago when I watched Casino Royale, which is a James Bond movie, I was like, this guy's Dr. Doom. This guy's Dr. Doom for me. I like this casting. But time has gone on and he's gotten much older and I don't, I don't think he's a right role, but a right fit for this. But it seems like as far as ages go, he may be a right fit for if this is our cast. I'm kind of like disappointed with this news. I was going to be really excited when they announced, but all these casts, I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting enough, I didn't see any news for... Valeria, nor Franklin. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Because, yeah, there is rumors that the kids are already going to be established in the movie. And then the age of the ones of the of Reed and Sue and stuff like that, like, kind of implies that they may be yeah. of age to already have, like, older children and stuff. So, and then there's also talks that this is an alternate reality. Like, this Fantastic Four, and it's going to be a set piece. It's even going to be shot in a... 24 frame rate if I'm not mistaken <laughs> okay cool so give it that like 60s 70s vibe yeah. when you're watching it so lots of other cool rumors going along with that one rumor that got hashed out here not long ago was Stephen Yin as the century and that was spilled by the great Robert Kirkman who does not give a fuck <laughs> Rumor is that he, Steven, may still be playing somebody else in the MCU. And also that Lewis Pullman may be taking over Steven's place as the Sentry. But I think the most funniest part of this whole thing is Kirkman's response and where all this happened. It happened on David Finch's YouTube where he was drawing. And Kirkman said this. He says, I don't think this is a spoiler or anything that will get... Anybody in trouble? I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see. I don't care. I don't work for Marvel. What are they going to do to me? He called me and he said <laughs> that he came from back from a costume fitting for Century. <laughs> like this is live on YouTube. Freaking! I don't know how many people watch David Finch when he's drawing and stuff like that. I've been they, I've been in the chats a few times whenever he's doing it, and because he just does amazing work. But mm-hmm. I wasn't there for this one, and that's just hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. So are y'all are y'all relieved that Steven's not Century? Or do, you, or would you rather have seen him play the Sentry? Well, first you have to know who the Sentry is. Have some <laughs> kind of connection there. <laughs> As so, Steven said, uh, it's a guy in a blue and yellow suit, so yeah. he has a he has a track record for that. Apparently, yeah, that's what he was saying. Apparently, I just play guys in blue and yellow, and I was like, oh, okay, well, at least now I know what colors his suit is. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Steven. Uh, He's a, he's a good actor to me. I've enjoyed him for most of everything he's done. I think in whatever he ends up, and he'll he'll do a good job. So again, I don't have a I don't, I don't have any kind of you know 
opinion. Wow. Yeah, there you go. I, I just <laughs> lost it there. Like it just kind of trailed off. I was like, well, oh, crap. There it goes. Okay, it's not coming back. <laughs> I, I'm I'm good either way, honestly. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm um so when we first heard rumors that Steven Yen, I think we talked about it on another news episode that Steven Yen would be playing the uh, Century, which we explained to Jeremy back then who the Century was, but he seems to forget it like he's some sort of Alzheimer's patient. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Poor Jeremy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, maybe not poor Jeremy. Every day is a new day for him. <laughs> That's true. 51st day. Yes, exactly. Yeah. His wife, I'm saying, <laughs> she's a trooper. <laughs> when I first heard this, I was like, I know, absolutely not. Because um, Stephen Yun, the only thing I had really seen him in was in like Nope and in uh, The Walking Dead. And, you know, he plays like a, a a lawful good type character in The Walking Dead. Like, he's honestly my favorite character from The Walking Dead, uh, Glenn. And I was like, I can't see him playing uh, Robert, whatever his name is. I can't remember the, the century's real name. But anyway, uh, he was like schizo, you know, Superman, if you will. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't see that. But then a Netflix show came out and my wife and I watched it where he starred in it called Beef. And in it, he plays a just asshole of a person. <laughs> just an asshole. And I was like, okay, never mind. I could absolutely see him playing the century. So when I heard that he dropped out, I was like, oh, that's sad. And then everyone had speculated that it was due to Robert Kirkman. Like he told Robert Kirkman and then Robert Kirkman leaked it. And then he had to come out and basically say, no, it's not because of that it's because of the writer strike went on and all this stuff. And I just had like, I have scheduling issues now and I have prior things that I promised I would be in before that. And now I can't. And then the guy that they're getting, you know, uh, uh, Lewis Pullman is rumored to being that came out just recently. He's Bill Pullman's son. And if you don't know who Bill Pullman's son is, he was the president in Independence Day. He was the dad in Casper. He played Lone Star oh, yeah. in Spaceballs. <laughs> Never seen that. You've what? <laughs> just, just. <laughs> I was waiting to get the shame bell. <laughs> I had to physically hit, assault you on that. One. <laughs> as far as Yun, I like him as an actor. I think his Glenn's great. I haven't seen Invincible. I haven't seen. Beef, I know that he wanted to do Thunderbolts or was jumping on because that same director that did Beef did, was doing Thunderbolts. So I like that there was a dynamic there. I don't necessarily see him as a century, but I'm also from the days of when, you know, people were like, oh, absolutely, Heath Ledger couldn't be the Joker. No, 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 no. He did a great Joker. Absolutely. Ben Affleck, no, not for Batman, not for Daredevil. No, 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 no. I love him as both Batman and Daredevil. So he could have done a great job. We'll never, the world will never know. Yeah. Like how many looks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? <laughs> the world may never know. It's over 9,000. Anyway. <laughs> One, a two, a three. three. A three. <laughs> Let's move on with some Daredevil casting rumors, things like that. Supposedly, we're getting Foggy and Karen back. Do y'all give a shit? Yes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> These would be... 
See, the children are even happy. Oh my goodness. These these would be from the Netflix TV show. We're talking Deborah Ann Wool and Eldon Henson reprising their role of respectively Karen Page and Foggy Nelson. I've heard rumors that they're bringing him back just to kill him on screen because beforehand it was rumored they were going to have him already dead off screen. Yeah, which is so I hope they don't do that. Like (laughs) as much as I don't care that they're coming back, I hope that they do not do that at all. I think it's confirmed actually now that the guy that played Bullseye, he's going to be back. Yeah, which all the stuff that I've heard leaks now wise has been, yeah, obviously they were going to be killed off screen Karen and Foggy and like Matt wasn't going to be Daredevil for like whatever six fucking episodes or something like that, which yeah. is just a boneheaded move from them. And anyway, now, you know, we maybe we talked about it, but they they announced that Daredevil Born Again was being like scrapped and written from the ground up and they were keeping yes. footage of fight scenes, but pretty much all the stuff with Matt just being Matt, they're reshooting and then now there's set leaks of him leaving Nelson Murdoch and Page with Nelson Murdoch and Page. <laughs> so I I know they're only there for three episodes. I don't think they'll kill Foggy. I hope they don't kill Foggy. Being that Bullseye's coming back, Karen's gone. Karen's a goner. Spoilers, our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Bullseye kills Karen in the comics. Like she's a goner. I guarantee you that's what's going to happen with her. But I don't know for sure. I don't think they'll kill her off, uh, whatever, off screen. But um, I got a feeling that may be what they're going to do. Because I can't remember. I don't think she gets killed in Born Again. I think she gets killed in a different run after that. But uh, she gets killed very shortly after the Born Again story, I want to say. so. Jeremy, you haven't seen any of the Netflix stuff, have you? I have not. Okay. Is it the director from the Netflix stuff? Or is it the writer from the Netflix stuff that has moved over to Born Again? I don't. Know. I can't remember which one, but yeah, I, I want to. There's somebody associated with the Netflix stuff that has moved over. Whoever did the choreography and set up those like hallway fight scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they better grab that motherfucker and bring him. Oh man, you, you like like the best, <laughs> the best one in my opinion. Like I obviously I love the first one where they did it like it was like a one shot take, but season three. Slight spoilers, because I don't think you've seen season three, have you? I have not seen season three yet. Slight spoilers, because there's a three-way fight scene between Bullseye in the Daredevil costume, uh, Daredevil in his Man Without Fear costume, and Kingpin. And Bullseye's trying to kill Kingpin, and Daredevil has to basically keep Kingpin alive. And Kingpin is like, fuck both of y'all, I'll kill you both. (laughs) And it is one of the coolest choreographed fight scenes, because... Everybody feels like they fight like how you would think they would fight. So Bullseye isn't like a super like he has karate and he does the best karate move. You know what I mean? He's just throwing shit and trying to like kill uh, Kingpin with whatever he can throw at. And Daredevil is doing his Daredevil stuff. So he's like, you know, boxing, fighting, doing flips, throwing his Billy or not Billy Club, but he's throwing stuff to stop Bullseye. And then Kingpin is just picking up Daredevil and throwing him across the room. <laughs> and while it's not like this cool, like like I said, like kung fu type fighting style, it's just really cool to see three people fighting all at once. And there's this really weird dynamic with it. Anyway, it's cool. Yeah, the first season, that hallway, I love that. And then I love season two, Frank Castle prison yeah, hallway that scene. Cool. That's that's all you're missing. You're missing out, Jeremy. This some this some good shit. Yeah. 
for those of you who have missed out, check out all these shows are on Disney Plus right now. They are canon with the MCU timeline. Daredevil and Jessica Jones coming before the first Avengers film. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Defenders coming before Civil War. And The Punisher coming before the first Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, this is the part that I don't like. Really? I was really hoping they would cherry pick uh, the Netflix and just say the Netflix was literally a multiversal Daredevil this Daredevil, he looks exactly like that other Daredevil and certain events that happened in that other Daredevil's of, uh, life happened here. Only because I really just want them, like with Born Again, I want them to do the Born Again story where Kingpin knows that Matt is Daredevil and he's just like, you know what? I'm going to fuck your life up. I'm going to ruin you professionally, personally, and just because I fucking hate you. And that's what he kind of does in season three. And I would much rather see like them do that for this show. Also, I don't like one of the things that I one of the main reasons why I don't like making not just Daredevil, but uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Uh, well, one Iron Fist is just garbage. So let's not make that canon. <laughs> Luke Cage season one was okay. Season two was like just a like I don't know. It was just so laughable. It was how bad it was. Jessica Jones season one is great. Season two is okay. But it adds confusion because Mahershala Ali, who's casted as Blade, is a villain in Luke Cage season one Man. as Cottonmouth. Also, that was great. Black Mariah, who was also in season one of Luke Cage and season two, I believe. Uh, she plays, uh, you could easily get away with her, but she plays a character in Civil War that hands the photo to Tony of, you know, when, when she guilts him about like, my son oh, went to yeah. Sokovia to help people and all this stuff. Yeah. That's the actress that plays Black Mariah. Uh, and then we just talked about it, but the actor that's possibly going to play Ben Grimm is Micro in the Punisher series. <laughs> <laughs> so it adds a lot of confusion. Now, I know they've had multiple actors play different roles in the MCU, but I don't know. To me, I'm, I feel like that's going to, if someone decides to watch those shows, they're going to be like, wait, is is that the same person? Like, especially Blade. Blade's my big... Mahershala Ali as Cottonmouth and now as Blade is going to be the biggest confusion. I can see that, but they'll explain it all with the blip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's what's going to play a role in this? Like, why these people haven't been around or whatever? Is it because they were blipped? Yeah. Like all, just all the defenders and everybody associated was just blipped. Well, the rumor was that Kingpin came into power, you know, when Kingpin shows up in Hawkeye, the reason Kingpin came into power is that Daredevil, like all the street levels essentially were blipped and he had basically five years worth to build up his like crime syndicate and make it as powerful as it is. I wonder too, because you you were like, I want them to do the Born Again storyline. I wonder too if, rumor mill is, is that Kingpin is going to become mayor. Yeah. And it's, there's hints of that because at the end of Echo as well. Well, it's more than rumor. It's basically confirmed. There's been set photos of newspapers of like, Kingpin running for mayor. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to do a whole new possible Civil War type thing or yeah. whatever. And it's going to be him outlawing vigilanteism. Right. So it's possible that he could know who Matt is by the end well, he knows who Matt is by the end of season two. That's true. And in yeah. season three, he's like, I know you're Daredevil. I'm going to fuck yeah. your life up. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
but now he's back. If he got blipped, now he's back. Yeah. Cool. Somebody who's not back and probably is not coming back is Jonathan Majors. And there's a whole <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, real quick. I wrote down my 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 joke. Kang the canceled, Kang the <laughs> Kang the incarcerated. He who no longer remains, he who remains behind bars, and he who will be recasted. <laughs> that was going to be one of the questions. Do y'all think they're going to recast Kang? Uh, I hope so. I mean, well, you mean they recast or just? Say, well, nope, he, he's not there, kind of thing. Yeah, because a lot of people have been like, oh, the way that Loki season two ended, they could just be done with Kings. And I'm like, no, they've kind of set the TV up to be looking for Kings. So, like, he's still pretty yeah. much a big thing. Like, well, yeah, I mean, they have yeah. a whole department looking for Kings. So, yeah, <laughs> turns out we found none of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> what do they so, look like now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, you pretty much have to. Just pretty much cancel their whole like movie schedule there. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think that'd be dumb if they did can't just throw them out the door. It has come out that Avengers: The Kang Dynasty is now just being referred. a working title of Avengers Five. Yeah, so it could come back as Kang Dynasty, but it could also be Secret Wars Part One or Battle World yeah. or whatever they want to make it. Like, <laughs> nope, it's not Kang. It's Doom. yeah so majors was found guilty of reckless assault of the third degree and harassment this is all because of the conflict that happened at the car and there's a lot of video of it and it showed him and how he handled his girlfriend at the time he was not found guilty of intentional assault in the third degree aggravated assault in the second degree which is why a lot of people, you'll see a lot of people also stating that they kind of want them to bring Majors back because the charges that he has were of like unintentional, like he was not. And then if you watch the video, you can kind of see both sides of it depending on where you're looking at. And so a lot of people are, are kind of like, hey, bring Majors back. He did it by accident. Yeah, but kind of thing. Though the, There was also email, not emails, text messages that were brought up to right. like show his character. And this was before this incident. Right. Where uh, apparently he hit her and she had like headaches or something and she wanted to go to the hospital and he was like begging her not to and she was saying, I won't tell him you did it. I promise. And then he was being super manipulative and saying like, I'm just going to kill myself. And yeah, I, to be honest with you, I think I told you this off podcast back when it was going on. But when when those text messages came out, I was like, Disney has typed up the the email, whatever. They're oh. just waiting for the trial to basically be done. And then they're going to say, nope, we're we're no longer we can't be associated with you. Yeah. So I I I was not shocked when all this sort of came out. Um, he is gonna appeal. Yes. Well, and that's exactly what Disney did. As soon as the verdict came down, he got charged with those. Mm-hmm. They were like, Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Okay, love you, <laughs> bye-bye. Like <laughs> one of my statements was when looking at the video, when when hearing about the text messages, when hearing about because there was a voice recording of like how he wanted his partner his mate to be oh yeah and, that was and how how she was spo- and like i kind of under- i understood what he was going with it but at the same time i was like i don't know man you're, you're kind of weird and- <laughs> yeah <laughs> the way he said that like it speaks to a lot of what he thinks about himself which is like yeah. it's a very narcissistic view of himself 
So anyway, but I was I, I told I I said something on somebody's chat or whatever. I was like, it's gonna come out that both these people are in Richard's words, banana pants crazy. Like yeah. these, they're they're both fucked yeah. up, really. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, it seemed he's gotten since then away from that relationship. Good for him. I hope that whatever the case is, whatever help he needs, I hope he gets it, and I hope he bounces back. I mean. Robert Downey Jr. had, you know, caught a drug charge and stuff like that years ago, and they built a whole fucking multiverse on him. So yeah. there, there is a chance for redemption. I just hope he gets what he needs to be able to get that story. Yeah. Well, he needs to look inwards. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree completely. And, yes. um, just don't like, yeah, just don't, don't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not hard. It's just don't do that. <laughs> don't do bad things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So February 6th is his trial date. So that's coming up. And like you said earlier, he's going to appeal. Disney dropped as soon as the verdict came out. Names have come up as far as replacements. And the first one I absolutely positively love. And it's Coleman Domingo, who played... um, Strand. Strand, yes. I completely lost his name. From the Fear of the Walking Dead. And I love that character... I love the way he plays that character. I love the swagger that he has. Yeah. And he could be such a great villain. And I absolutely freaking positively love that and want that. He's also got a cool ass voice, in my opinion. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I love that casting as well. I, I think that's a, a great casting for it if it if it ends up being true. And the one of the articles we had sent back and forth, he was like, he, he, I don't know if he was playing coy, but he was like, Oh, I didn't. I didn't know I was being cast for that, but yeah, I'd be cool for that. Yeah, he seems totally open to play the role. Or, or mm-hmm. and he even said he says, uh, "Yeah, I'd like to play something. And mm-hmm. I'd love to be a villain." Yeah, he's he's even come out and said, "Like I would, I want to be a villain. Yeah, I would yeah. love to be a villain." So, man, that would be. Whew. Jeremy, do you know who Coleman Domingo is? Yeah, like after seeing his pictures, I like I I didn't know him by name. Obviously, I yeah. Like I saw yeah. him after I saw the picture, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I know, I know this. I've seen this guy." So. I, I agree. Like, I think it'd be a good, good casting of him. And yeah, I, I saw an article too, where he had said that said before where he wanted to be part of Marvel and wanted to be, would entertain that idea. So if they could get him to come in on this one, I think it'd be, I think it'd be a great transition there. Great casting. I know DC already has a Lex Luthor, but I could also see him as Lex Luthor. Yeah. Just, just his the confidence he has to, and the way that he like says things. I'm just like, yeah, no, he's Argh! he's got that. Uh, he's definitely got the Lex swagger, if you will. Yes, yes. But I I, I need to see him bald. He's got to have a nice shaped head. <laughs> right. a lot of, not everybody. Right. I'm one of those people. I shave my head. I look like fucking fucking Uncle Fester. Like I just look fucking weird. Can't everybody do it, man? Can't everybody do <laughs> you it? Have a, you have a very nicely shaped head. I, I know. Phrasing. Like I don't know why. Peanut M and M. A red one when I laugh too much. <laughs> the worst thing is like if you're one of those bald guys and you have a hot dog pack on the back of your head. Oh yeah, the, the rolls, the fat yes. rolls. Oh yeah. yes. What's funny is I think Thanos has that. I think they they modeled him to have those. <laughs> oh, that, I need to look, go back and look at that now. Also, another name thrown out there is John David Washington as Kang, and I believe you mentioned him, Richard, as your John Stewart for the DCU. I did with, with DC fan casting with TM Nerdy. Yes. Shout out to TM. TM How you doing, Nerdy, man? Right. The Oreos are they real or are they not? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's been he's been giving me shit about that. It's funny. 
Go check TM out over on YouTube. He uh, he just broke a thousand, and so he's got his own membership program open, and he's gonna be doing some cool stuff. And he's got a whole new like live show that he's doing on Wednesday night. So plug TM yeah, cool. for him, and uh, go check him out on YouTube. So yeah, Jonathan David Washington. What do y'all think about as him as far as King? I did not. You were telling me off podcast that he is Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, he is. Which is uh. It's very odd because he just doesn't, he doesn't look a thing like he must take no. after his mom because he doesn't look a thing like Denzel. <laughs> he has no features like him at all. <laughs> so the two movies I've seen him in, oh crap, now I can't remember one of them. Anyway, the one that I can remember the most is Tenet. Okay. It's like a time travel movie. With, it's uh, by uh, Christopher Nolan. A lot of people, it's not the greatest movie. It's very confusing on how time travel works in that movie. I, I get it, it. But anyway, he's in that movie his name is protagonist, which I think is really dumb uh, because he is the protagonist. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Anywho, it's meta, man. Yeah, I don't know what Nolan... Nolan was on something when writing that movie. I really don't understand. Anyway, regardless, I think he's an amazing... He's in another movie that's got Margot Robbie and uh, Batman, the one that Michael doesn't like. I'm, I'm going Gore. Gore the God Butcher. I can't think of his name. Bale. Bale, thank you. Christian Bale. Um, he's in that movie. I cannot remember the name of it, but anyway, he's good in that as well. So I think, I think he would be a great John Stewart. And honestly, I would be fine with Kang though. I will say I like Coleman Domingo better, uh, only because I, again, Coleman Domingo has a really cool sounding voice. Yeah. I know that the, one of the rumors that was going on before any of these, either one of these was his father, Denzel. Mm. playing Kane and I'm like at first I was like Denzel's gotten too old yeah yeah like he's he's just gotten too old to do something like that but at the same time if we had like a a very he's a mortis stoic maybe maybe mortis that could be cool just somebody who doesn't move around a lot just sits in a chair which you know that's Kane (laughs) I mean let's be honest and uh, or Nick Fury (laughs) 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 sorry I had to say it no you're good (laughs) Cause that's spot on. That's spot on. Yeah. He's got the voice. Like I could, in my head, I could like hear him and picture him mm. being Kang and like laughing at the Avengers and stuff. And I love it. I freaking absolutely love it. Yeah. I don't Amsterdam. like him. I'm sorry. Oh, what? that's the movie. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Albuquerque. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Yeah, no. Amsterdam's the movie that he was trying to. Yes. Amsterdam. Oh, okay. It's, it's a good movie, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. Never heard of it. Uh, I've at least heard of Tenet, but I hadn't watched it. Yeah. No surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really seen I, I haven't seen any of that, either one of those. I really couldn't speak to whether he'd be, be good as being Kang or not. I still stick to the first, the Coleman doing it, doing it instead. So Yes, Coleman, yep. bring your ass over here. That's right, Feige. Three of us have unanimously, <laughs> unanimously decided that uh, Coleman Domingo should be king, so make it so. Make it happen, right? <laughs> yes. Can we just be Feige's like hiring committee? I think we would do a great job at this. The Infinity Saga, the whoever did the like casting for them deserves a raise, but I don't know if it's the same person now. But like some of them, I'm like, this is all stunt casting to me. Like, can we get back to like the known like? Nobody knew who Chris Hemsworth was, except for unless you were in Australia. Like, nobody right. knew who Chris Hemsworth was. And all these other people, not Robert. Evans, we kind of knew. Uh, everyone knew ScarJo. 
I don't think much people knew um, Ruffalo or uh, Hawkeye. I can't fucking think. Renner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that no name Samuel L. Jackson as well. Yeah. Who the fuck? <laughs> He's not no name. Yeah. He's been in every fucking movie at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Naming his wallet and shit. Wrong with him. I have seen that movie. You've seen Pulp Fiction? I have. Wow. 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 <laughs> Y'all got anything else? We've we've we have overstayed our welcome in these people's ears. Yes, we have. <laughs> yeah, but y'all no. enjoyed every damn minute of it. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I'm I'm good. Cool. Richard? Nah, I'm good, man. Awesome. Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. It's night with a K, and you can find me here. Awesome. Richard? I did not. <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> I gave him an eyebrow raise. I gave him the people's eyebrow, if you will, people. Yeah. Shame, Jeremy. Shame. I know. I know. Shame. Shame. Not doing good this episode. Just, I'm going to slap you around, too. Uh, yeah. What are, what are we doing? It's me. Thanks for wanna... waiting, Madam Webb. Yes. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. February 14th, people. Yeah. Get your webbing on. <sighs> no, God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! 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 <sighs> All right, enough of this. If you want to contact me directly, I have an X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, an Instagram, and a Threads. My handle is Night Curry, Night like Day Night, and Curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. I don't think this is a spoiler or, or anything that'll get anybody in trouble. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I don't care. I don't work for Marvel. What are they going to do to me?